Welcome to Healing at the Speed of Light. Every week, we discuss how laser therapy is changing healthcare and how you can benefit. Now, here is your host and founder of Laser Therapy Institute, Dr. Jason Roundtree. Hey, thanks for joining me today on Healing at the Speed of Light. My name is Dr. Jason Roundtree, and I'll be your host today. I want to talk about a huge topic that is important to so many people, and that is lower back pain. This is important to discuss for so many reasons. We'll get into them soon, but I want to go ahead and tell you the study that I'm looking at today and where I'll be pulling some of these quotes from. Now, this study is titled, Changing the Narrative in Diagnosis and Management of Pain in the Sacroiliac Joint Area. It was published in 2019 by the American Physical Therapy Association. And, and don't get too tied up in the title. I'd like to explain what's going on with lower back pain and the different structures that are there and also why it's important for patients to understand what's going on with the back. When you have back pain, what does that mean? What does it mean to have sacroiliac joint pain or sciatic pain or hip pain or low back pain? What is that all the same thing? What does it matter? Does it matter what I call it or the treatments that I get for it? All of it actually does matter. And so I want to try to help you today understand a little better what's happening with your back, why it can be a problem, how to get evaluated correctly, and how to make good decisions going forward as a patient dealing with lower back pain. Now, the authors in this particular paper say that low back pain is the leading cause of disability worldwide. That's insane. Low back pain is the number one, the leading cause of disability in the world. And the term low back pain actually does cover several different structures. So let's talk about those briefly. The low back, the lumbar spine, is the lower part of your spine and it goes from the bottom of your rib cage down to about where most people wear their belt. There are five vertebrae there, they have discs, they have joints, there's nerves that run from there as well. Low back pain could refer to this lumbar spine area. But there's more than just the lumbar spine involved here. The next step down from the lumbar spine is a bone called the sacrum. And the sacrum is also referred to by many people as the tailbone. But the joint in between the tailbone and the two bones of the pelvis on either side that joint between the two of those is called the sacroiliac joint or the SI joint. And you can find this on yourself probably uh, by putting your hands right about where your belt is and just an inch or so off to, from each side of the center of your back, you'll find kind of lumpy spots. And uh, sometimes they're kind of sensitive, especially if you have low back pain. Those are about where the SI joints are. So it's not really a part of the spine. And it's what a lot of times people will call their hip, but it's not quite the hip because the hip joint is a junction between the pelvis and the knee, right? So that section right there that allows your thigh to rotate and flex and extend and go forward and backward, that's the actual hip joint. But many patients just don't know quite what to call this area. Now, I'm not going to get picky if you don't use the right term. I've seen patients use all kinds of terms for this SI joint, but I think it's important that you have knowledge to act as a weapon in your attack on low back pain because 
you could have what would be termed low back pain from these three different structures, from the lumbar spine, from the sacroiliac joint, or SI joint, or from the hip joint itself. Any of those could be involved. All three could be involved. But understanding what is happening with your lower back will help you make good decisions on your future care, as well as just the way you take action in your everyday life activities. These researchers say that patients' beliefs, particularly their understanding of the cause and nature of their pain, are considered increasingly important features of the pain experience. Typically, there is an attempt to make sense of the pain. Our brains like to do that. We like to be able to conceptualize and visualize what's happening in there that's producing this really uncomfortable pain. And so in many cases, a healthcare provider, in an attempt to help you understand what's going on, you know, whether they're a chiropractor or a PT or a family doc or an orthopedic doc, will try and talk to you about what's happening. And many times they talk about core stability or strength or bones that slip out of place or joints that jam up. And so many patients come away with this belief that they're weak and things don't move right. Uh, or they're, they're too tight, or they're too loose, and things slip out of place, and that can become problematic. These researchers say that believing that one is unable to hold the body together because of a lack of core stability and a bone that slips out of place is likely to give rise to guarding and avoidance behaviors, which can themselves sustain pain. In addition, such catastrophic beliefs are highly distressing. Yeah, if you think that your back is going to slip out of place every time you bend over, uh, you're going to change a lot of things that you do. And these researchers say that that simple change, that belief that you need to make that change, can itself create problems. So that's why I wanted to talk about these structures during this episode, because it's important as you're conceptualizing and visualizing the pain and what's going on, that you think about what structures might be involved. The lower back, the sacroiliac joint, and the hip. Now, if you're still having trouble getting this visualized, jump online, Google SI joint, and you'll see some of the structures I'm talking about. It's hard to do this with just words over an audio-only podcast, but it, there's some great images uh, on there. If you just go do a search, you'll be able to see that. Okay, so is it your back, your hip, or your SI joint that's really causing these problems. Well, a lot of lumbar spine pain will be more central, more kind of midline on the lower back, sometimes creating sciatic pain that runs down the back of the buttock and the back of the leg. Hip joint pain, in a lot of cases, will go around the front of the hip, not just the back, but the front of the hip and kind of into the deeper groin area. SI joint pain will create tenderness, soreness, pain off to the side of the spine. So right about belt line, but off on the side, the left or the right side of the body. Now the thing is, as a patient, this can be really hard to get figured out. So you're going to need to get an evaluation by a spine specialist, whether that's a chiropractor or a physical therapist that's specialized in their approach to the spine or an orthopedic doc. Somebody needs to take a good close look at your low back, your SI joints, your hips, and see what's really going on here to get an idea of which structure is the most problematic. The, the thing though is, we're still not really good at this when it comes down to nailing exactly what the problem is. And the SI joint itself 
is actually rarely the source of the problem, even when it is painful. The SI joint, though, bears a lot of the upper body weight distribution. And so because of that, if you have movement problems in the hips, in the low back, sometimes even in the knees, you can end up with sacroiliac joint pain, and it's not really the SI joint's fault. There's not really a problem there. It just ends up being the symptomatic location. So again, you're going to need to get evaluated. But just because you have pain at the SI joint won't necessarily mean that that is the main problem. If you get x-rays and the SI joint is not deteriorated, it's not arthritic, or there's not some type of fracture, then in many cases, the SI joint's not the problem. It's just one of the symptoms. Because you need to realize that like these researchers say, pain in general is not a simple tissue-based stimulus response. That the pain experience can be described as a response to the sense of threat to the body. Pain is a signal that something's not right. And so this is why I believe it is so important for patients with lower back pain to get a thorough workup, not just take a medication and go home uh, and deal with it or you know live off of ibuprofen or just slap on a back brace and hope that that takes care of it you need to have a thorough evaluation of what's really creating this problem to nail this down as best as you can many times x-rays are going to be necessary sometimes a trial of care with whatever type of therapy you're having done is going to be necessary to see where the problem might be coming from and so just because you feel pain in that si joint area does not mean that you don't also need treatment to the lower back or to the hips or to the knees or the feet even. There can be wide-ranging areas that can affect this SI joint pain, this low back pain issue, or even the hip pain issues. If you have a provider that simply says, oh, well, you, you know, you've got low back pain, well, you probably have a weak core, so you should do some sit-ups. That is not enough. That is not the right approach. Not only can that actually exacerbate or worsen the pain, but you could have ongoing problems that could be actually addressed and simply having someone throw some home exercises at you will just not be enough. Having someone just give you some anti-inflammatories or muscle relaxers is not enough. Now that may be a part of relieving acute lower back pain, but the pain, remember, is a signal that something is wrong that there is some kind of threat to the body, and that's why you're getting pain. That's also why many times patients are confused when they start with a care plan. They've been told they have a weak core, that they have bones that slip out of place, but then they're having adjustments done, manual adjusting done, or as these researchers say, manual interventions purporting to increase the movement of the SI joint, which doesn't seem to make a lot of sense with the prescribed home exercises focused on increasing stability, right? Those, those don't really seem to go together. So a lot of patients end up getting very confused on what's even happening, why they're even going through the treatments they are, which makes you more likely not to do the home exercises that might actually be very important. It makes you more likely to drop out of care because you don't understand what's happening. And it makes it more likely that you're going to be doing things throughout the day that actually agitate the problem. So that's why getting a thorough evaluation and getting a good idea of what's happening will help you get through low back pain episodes. 
And that's also why your healthcare provider may be addressing areas other than right where you feel pain, because the location of the pain may not be where the problem actually is. So what does all this have to do with laser? Because this is a laser therapy podcast, right? Well, when we start talking about using laser therapy for SI joint pain, in many cases, we're not going to just work right where it hurts on that SI joint. We're going to include other areas. We may assign exercises. We may do evaluations on the hips or the knees. We may treat those areas as well in an effort to really get down to the root cause of SI joint pain. If you want to know more, if you want to get a thorough evaluation and have the option of laser therapy to help you through a low back pain or an SI joint or a hip pain issue, I would highly encourage you to go to our website, lasertherapyinstitute.org. You can find a clinic near you. If you need help, you can get in contact with us here at Laser Therapy Institute and hopefully get going on the right path forward for your low back pain issue. Do you have additional questions? Do you have a topic that you want us to speak about in particular on this podcast? Send me an email, info at lasertherapyinstitute.org. We read every email that comes through and be more than happy to address what your issue is or what you want to learn more about or connect you with someone in your area who can help get you evaluated and get you going in the right direction. Thanks so much for joining me this week and I look forward to talking with you again right here next week. Subscribe to this weekly podcast for more great information. Find a certified laser therapy clinic near you at lasertherapyinstitute.org. If you're a healthcare provider, check out our practitioner-focused Laser Therapy Institute podcast. Thanks for listening.